0: Welcome back to Spirit Squared. I'm Andrew Darrington, your host. Josh, we're here with tenth, the 10th episode of our, uh, our podcast. We're here at the historic Beckham Hotel in their cigar lounge again. Thank you so much to the owners of uh, the Beckham Hotel. Really appreciate you letting us use this space. Uh, tonight, we have a great guest. Uh, she has done a lot for the community, a lot for me, good friend of mine. Uh, the better half of the right way, in my opinion. Um, she has been on barrel picks with me, but is really entangled in in the community. We're gonna talk about a lot of a lot of stuff tonight. Two big subjects that are kind of on a lot of people's minds right now. Since our last episode, we've had Thanksgiving. so happy holidays to everybody who's out there. Sorry, it's been a while since we've done our last podcast, but we're back. And we've got this one, and then we've got a really special one coming up we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. So I want to introduce Yvonne Wright to, to the uh, podcast. Thanks so much for coming in. Uh, we're, we're sipping on, <laughs> we got some pretty decent pours tonight. They don't suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've got a uh, well-rained heat. This is a barrel pick, Kind of pappy junior, if you would call it, or old rip junior. Uh, I love these things. They're, they're very tasty. If you uh if you like a weeded bourbon, if you like antique in general, you gotta get a barrel pick. It's it's a level up in my opinion. Um, thanks so much for coming in. It's kind of my gratitude to the guests to bring something that you like. It's not really what you listed, but I knew that you would like it. Uh Yvonne, you're you're involved in right way, obviously. You're one of the owners. Um percent. Yes, <laughs> 51. You guys do a lot. You do solar, which we had Rudy on. He talked a lot about solar. You do property management. You also do repairs yeah. and, and, and things. So you see a lot. You interact a lot with clients. Uh, so you do that. We're going to talk a little bit about housing, what that looks like, what your projections are, trends, and things like that, what the real market looks like, because I think a lot of I know for me, having a, a, a kid that's in their 20s and struggling to try to figure out and navigate that, that terrain, it's been difficult to find affordable housing that matches like, current pay rates. Um, and then we're going to transition to something that's very serious in, in, the, in the community and, and that piggybacks off of our last podcast, which in, includes uh, human trafficking but we're going to focus on the local impact. So um, let's first talk about right way. I know Rudy kind of gave us some information, but from your point of view, let's talk about this. <laughs> your point of view probably is going to matter quite a bit more. What the, what, what the first couple days looked like, and then how did you guys get into the property management type of sector?
1: Um, well, my point of view is obviously a little different yeah um i wasn't born into it like he was right. i was married into it so when rudy and i got together um he was working at a company and his mom sold it so mm. they went to work for the company and i sold it too and he was managing robberies and just not happy it was a corporate job and if you know rudy he right. is not a corporate guy No. um so that didn't last very long and we decided we wanted to do our own thing and uh, Rudy's been an entrepreneur, so he quit that job, and he was doing a little bit of everything that uh, started the property management company then, and our background at the house, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they had one client, uh, and then we were walking along, and we got a call from the people that his parents had sold the family business to, and they weren't happy, and we're going to close the doors of mod name, Brepsi, and we went about to have that, right. so we took out a loan, bought it back, and that's where we started right way. Wow. Uh, that was 99, I believe. And um, took on some more management clients, kept growing, kept growing. As we were doing more management, there became need for services. And so that's where the maintenance company be developed. And as those jobs got bigger and bigger and bigger, that's where the instruction company developed. Uh, and then the housing bust in 08, Grudy had to get off the road, came home. And started building greenhouses. Mm -hmm. That's where the solar company developed. Right. Um, But throughout all that time, we've always managed property. That's just where his um, background was, and so it just made sense for us to do that. And he doesn't really do much of the day-to-day anymore. We have a full staff, so I have several helping managers and assistant managers and maintenance people. They all help taking care of everything for us and. I just had to run the books and uh, client relations, things like that. Right. And that's my day, it? Right. So, yeah, we we started with one client, one duplex community. I think it was 20, 24 doors, something like that. And today we have over 500 units and about 100 Harvey owners. And we work all over East Texas. Right. um, Tyler, Longview, and everything in between, North Sapis.
0: Right. So if I'm a property owner, I just, and I maybe live, you know, in Arizona and I want to uh, have someone local check in on my client or my, my tenants, or maybe there's something that comes up from a repair standpoint.
1: Yeah. Basically what we do is full service
0: management. Gotcha. So you
1: put me under contract and then with any luck, you don't have to think about your right house again. You just get a check in the mail and on plus nine. Yes, yeah. but you know yeah. what I mean um yeah we do everything market it lease it collect the range every month, if they are late we chase it down we handle all the resident complaints yeah uh we do pretty much everything uh, we'll just give you a call if something bad happens you know air conditioner rings or whatever you're being you're filming right so we, we take care of everything for you and most of our clients love and did it it's probably half and half um, that are local versus not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really matter to us It's one happens in the other.
0: Right. Do you think that music outside's coming through here or no? No, not enough. To- okay, got gotcha. you. You just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm hearing it getting <laughs> loud. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I think they're just playing on the square. mean, it's not a big deal to me. Um, so housing, with- Right now, I, you, I'm sure you guys have, inv, you have invested properties.
1: Yeah, we have properties that we um, own. And
0: then you have some that obviously people turned over and said, hey, I want you to run it. Um, it seems like the housing market has shifted quite a bit in the last couple of years, maybe under different administration. But I won't teeter we, into that. But um, I think the
1: housing market has been shifting for at least the last four years. Yeah. Um, some would say it started with COVID, but I think it started before COVID. We had a before COVID to tick up in the market, but COVID definitely ramped things in a completely wild direction. And things were very hot for a year, meaning two. Right. And they've definitely pulled off. Um, I don't say that as a bad thing. I that I, it needed it to. Yeah. You know, the last thing we want is another housing bubble and then have it bust. Sure. Um, so we are seeing a slowdown in uh, home sales. Yeah. Um, we're seeing some of the prices start to come back down. Some of that's due to interest rates. Some of that's yeah. just due to, you know, supply demand that's on the market. Um, yeah. But it has slowed. And, I think mean, it's not altogether a bad thing. Right. But when the housing sales slow, the rental market tends to pick up. Uh, rents are definitely moving north. And, um, as property taxes are moving north and, doors and hand insurance is moving very more, yeah, um, rates are going to go up. That's just the way it is. You know, the homeowners they hold that burden. The mortgage, the tax, and the insurance, the repairs, everything else, it um, gets built into the rent, unfortunately. And so we are seeing rents
0: go up. Yeah, Carla was on it. Was telling us about how rough it, from Goosehead was telling us how rough the insurance business is right now there's just unfortunately a lot of us that are paying for a number of claims that have been made um in the area so in texas there's right. a there's catastrophic events and there's you know total losses that are occurring in certain hot pockets but it's applicable to all to all of us yeah. um it's not just in at home but it's also yeah, like it's cars and,
1: yeah our motorcycle insurance this year uh, it doubled. Yeah. We've had these fights since we were teenagers, literally. Yeah. And never had plane, never had an accident, never had you know, in trouble. Right. A uh, greedy mayor and Alec Biden since steam to bits. But other than that, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I called him and I said, Why is this doubling? And that's what it is. Right. Well, it's in your area.
0: So well that that's one thing. And then the other thing is this is like he was explaining this wife backed into uh into the garage and, and the, the mirror fell off and he thought oh you know it's maybe 100 200 bucks and it's a 700 claim and so just the, the price of of items going up impacts insurance and so it's kind of tripled down from there um so you're you see the market slowing some when it comes to single house dwellings that are for sale,
1: yeah, I definitely see the sales market slowing down. We're already seeing it. Right. Um, I don't think there's going to be a, you know, deep recession in there. Right. Moving along those lines, so we're definitely seeing it slow down. Right, and it's it's maybe
0: do you so it's somewhat the the interest rates people being being shied away from that, but also um, are you seeing. And that, I mean, you're not behind a desk like clearing loans, but are we seeing a, a restriction in that too? or?
1: No, I think it's uh, one part of it is price. Yeah, We saw a significant and dramatic increase in value in yeah. our area because we saw a significant increase in population. Right. And a lot of the population that came here was able to make over value offers, full cash offers, quick clubs, those kinds of things that a lot of property sold it arguably over market value. Artificial values, yeah. uh, so that inflated the markets, so and mm. now home values are inflated. So your price is higher, your interest rates are higher. People are unnecessarily necessarily paused. Plus well, cost of living, it's increased, and wages have not caught up yet. No, no uh, problems. I mean, as somebody who employs people, I'm starting to see it. You know, jobs that I would have a starting salary of 10 to $12 an hour, and not anymore, now it's gonna be 15 to $18 an well. hour. You know, and they want more benefits now too. So yeah. um, everything's getting more expensive. And that's, I think mean, it's going to take a while for the wages to catch up to the cost of living. And so that's why we're seeing, you know, the slowdown in the housing market, but also in the rental market, we're seeing a shift in things of people are wanting to, um, you know, kind of double up, you know, get roommates or maybe mm-hmm. have mom come live with us, you know, multiple generations in one house so that they can say.
0: Right. Talk to us about, a little bit about how much you're seeing things cost monthly for what you get. So do I need to move out of the sticks in order to get more bang for my buck or do I need to look for duplexes? Yeah. Do I need, like, what's my strategy? New, obviously new apartment buildings are gonna be expensive.
1: Yeah. Obviously anything there is gonna be expensive. You pay for amenities. If you need lots of things like that, you're going to pay for them. Um, the old rules still the true. You know, good neighborhoods, the prices are higher. Mm-hmm. If you're in a favorable school district, the prices are higher. Um, you know, all, all the old rules still hold true. It's just kind of a sliding scale and, and it's extensive and
0: Right. How
1: bad do you want it? Yeah, other than a
0: college campus, I mean, I, I'm thinking – I'm thinking maybe bird viewers that have the the 20 year old or 22 year old that that just got out of the, out of college or just got out of the military, and they're trying to set sail on their own or maybe with a significant other, and they're they're looking for their first place. Like
1: yeah, you know, my recommendation for people in that situation is genuinely rent a bar It's not glamorous and it's not sexy and. It's not what Instagram told you to do, or whatever. Right. Um, rent an apartment. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else pay taxes and the bills and all that kind of stuff. And shop around, negotiate your lease, and look at things like price versus amenities. You know, mm-hmm. you can live at this brand new property with all these extra amenities and pay two thousand a month, or you can live at this 20, 30 year old property with maybe not so many amenities, but your rent half. Right. You know, so shop around and check reputations. Yes. That's one thing I'm cautioning people more than anything. Before you rent from somebody, check their reputation. Yeah. Check their Google reviews. Check their Better Business Bureau. Get on, you know, rates or rates or whatever group right. you have in your sure. hometown. Check these people out. Because uh, the worst thing you want to do is save $100 a month to get into someplace place. It's got bed bugs. Right. Or a roof leak that nobody's going to come fix. Or, you know, things like that.
0: Or an owner that's, you know, rude or yeah maybe yeah. maybe uh your your, your uh, air conditioner goes out in work here and- it'll
1: be three months right yeah you um- know yeah um but definitely for younger people people starting out in life even if you're starting over again in life, mm-hmm. you know save your money rent let's let the market sell out a little bit and then right. start looking at buying because as these things are sitting on the market longer, the prices are going to come down. Sure. I think we're also going to start seeing more um, comes come on the market that are not nice. uh, or foreclosures. You think
0: yes. more REOs are on the market? Right?
1: I think they're coming. Well, huh. I don't think they're there yet, but I think they're coming. I there's a lot of people overbought. Sure. Expecting the market to keep ticking
0: up. Right. And the banks and will not
1: plateaued, and they're yeah. stuck.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. So I applied to so many of those things. We, my wife and I bought our, our REO that had been repoed for over a year. And, uh, and they were in between agents. We just happened to be in the area. We saw a bank sign in, on the, on the grass. So we thought maybe they were just remodeling inside. I called the number. They let us in. I looked at it. They were in between agents. I immediately fired my agent. So sorry. Any <laughs> of my fr- friends at a real estate agent. So sorry. I fired my real estate agent to save. Oh, Andrew
1: has you know, just lost all respect. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then I negotiated with the bank directly. Um, and then on the second sub- second topic, we had someone that had sold their property that was looking to downsize and and had cash during that uptick um, when things were appreciating that such a high value but the inventory was so low and 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 that this individual just had cash available and it was very attractive and gave us an opportunity to build uh and 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 have a lot of liquid available without the tangles of uh going through a bank and 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 all that kind of stuff so there
1: yeah always if you stumble on a good deal take
0: yeah absolutely Uh, but I mean, it, I think it's uh, well. If you're investing, you're in a, you're a great spot. Um, if you're having to rent, then I think it's you've got to really do your due diligence and and, and looking at things. And, and even even recently, I've looked at a couple different options of look. I've got a lot of property in the edge. I've got two acres to bow and all this other stuff. What would life be if I was just to be able to rent a flat and just have everything taken care of for me. And, and that's a trade-off. It is. A trade-off. I think you trade off privacy. Is what it both
1: you are. trade off a lot of privacy. You trade off a lot of, um, I don't know, freedoms, I guess. Well. Um, but you have to weigh that out. What's right for you? Sure. And I think if you're if young and you're just starting out, figuring out what you want out of life, Amy, a thirty-year commitment to a mortgage and a permanent location is not the right decision.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, what are your thoughts about um, RVs and 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 mobile home? That's I mean that seems to be in, in this area kind of a good segue into brick and mortar.
1: We're seeing a lot more of that we're seeing a lot of. And not necessarily with the young crowd it's more the older crowd we're seeing go to that um a lot of times you've got a divorce individual uh maybe the other spouse got the house and they don't want to make that kind of investment again and this is something they can do and get a lot of freedom with an rv you don't like the you don't like your neighbors guess what and just go the road you get new neighbors uh and then a lot of retirees we're seeing a lot of that they want to come and it's secure, then long now we're never gonna go over there just tour around, do what we did. Um, I have a lot of friends that own our beat parks and are very pleased with their investments. Surprise um, We yeah. were just close. Listen, <laughs> I was this close to building one. I have land that we're about to develop, and that was a strong candidate for development.
0: Are you making a major
1: announcement <laughs> that right now? I <not>. I will announce what I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, we decided not to. The, the utilities and infrastructure and stuff is very, very, very expensive. Yeah. And it uh, already goes in that direction. Ooh. I was close. Yeah. Because like I said, I tried a lot of friends that had our food sure. parts and I love it. Their cash towels, there's zero maintenance. once like you have the infrastructure. And, well, not zero, but pretty low. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Super low overhead. Mm-hmm. Kind of like storage units. Right. Super low meat and it's super low over and It's just
0: meal awesome. Right. Unless you have a pool or, you know, kind of a washeteria. a washeteria and all that. House, Which you know, it makes sense to do bedroom. that. Because you're gonna maybe really get a little bit more and rent it and then you have to have Wi Fi and... and
1: then
0: you have maintenance and you're the staff. staff. I trust So and what? Do you want the
1: staff? <Yeah>.
0: You're the staff that brings in the money, right? the <laughs> <laughs> client uh, association, right? Yeah,
1: I'm going to get full bougie and say, I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs>
0: and Rudy's the staff that takes care of Huskies. Right? He's, he's the dry. Husky. Yes. <laughs> Archer's got to be taken care of, right?
1: There's only so much you could do for Archer. <laughs> he's be
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He can smell food. Oh, see. He pretty vocal when he, he smell uh, smells it and yeah, he, he wants it. And it doesn't matter who it is, no. he's their friend.
1: He's an equal opportunity, <laughs> Becker.
0: That's correct. All right, let's make another to the four. Yes. We'll let's have the guests. We've already had the, um, the Fiddler, the Joker. We had that before we started. So we've okay. got to give us something else. Yes. Um, you want to have the ride? Yeah, let's do the ride. Okay, it's my turn forward. Do a little <coughs> bit a
1: ride. I you Yes. So this is
0: this year's Heaven Hill. Uh, uh, Parker's uh rye. Uh, heavy, heavy chart and uh, it is a lot better than their eight year that they did two or three years ago, to my opinion. Um, it's not heavily distributed to Texas yet. Cherries? Yes. Um, it's, Parker's is one of those lines where you either really, really like them or you're just kind of, eh, it's okay. Uh, I'm on the one that, kinda fence of that it's very, very good. Uh the is not my favorite. Uh, the regular heavy char bourbon is, but this is this is pretty fantastic in my opinion. And you're a
1: I have a right fan eating. That So oh, no that's very good. Yep.
0: Yeah. I knew that'd be in Wells. Yeah I Go like ahead. So, you've got a lot of years in the rental game, the real experience, yeah. the, the, the 25. Well, not that many because I'm not that many. Right. So, 20. Um, or 15. 15. Maybe 10. We
1: might
0: uh, single Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to have some stories of some oh. things. And I, I don't want to go down any morbid trails where we find somebody who's than you know, in a, in, a, in a rough spot or oh, yeah. anything like that, <laughs> but um, there has to be some stories, and I, I have plenty of stories in what I do, um, but there has to be some, some maybe some funny stories. Stories for days, heck, they're probably good stories from this week, but um,
1: this week, let's see, what am I into this week, um. I had to go rewire a breaker box because we found out that one of the houses we manage is tied into the utilities of a house that we don't manage that's on the opposite street. I guess that owner just decided he wanted to add a gazebo. So if he just he just pulled powder from our meter. Mm. That was cool. That's fine. Let's see. It doesn't have to be this week. I've only passed out three times this week. This week? That's not so bad. Well, that's fine. I mean, special. at least almost over was
0: one of it because you raised rates?
1: Um, I did get pissed out for one renewal. Yeah, it was a $70 a month money to In all fairness, we have spent a great deal of money contributing yeah. uh, around that property. I yes. called justified, but yeah. are just watching. Watch it. Uh, one was a security deposit, and he felt like it should have gotten more to refund. One lady we visited three years ago. Who yeah. has just now figured out that it's her credit and that she's trying to buy a house. Guess what? She can't do while right. they're her credit. That's yeah. So. She called me. I answered the phone. She's in tears. Literally sobbing, hyperlinked lady ears. I finally get this story out of her. And I basically tell her once it's the blood, she stop her hands. to right. yeah. I have to call them and I got cussed out a little bit and which kind of graduated and did any birth need. You'd be amazed how quickly those tears dried out and her voice went straight back to normal when she just needed the phone number for the collection agent. Right. Um, yeah, I don't get out the field too much of that's where the real fun stories are. Right.
0: Uh, probably insects and Oh. some craziness there. Like uh, we go out
1: to the so many units where you open the door and the rugs yeah. literally fall down on you that's yeah. that's super rose. Like that I is. you know in our in our
0: business, I mean there's a couple of things that people bring in, we plug it in and you know, there's things that fall out, you know. It was, yeah. So I mean it's, it, it, and then you're kinda of like amazed like how the heck do people live in this type of scenario. Oh so you'd be shocked. And they're comfortable with it. They're good. Like, these are people that are, they're just choosing to live And they just rather be that way than yeah,
1: hire yes. me. Especially on move out, you know. Right. We've had um, people that have passed away that lived there for a very long time in the quarters.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh.
1: Yeah. Shocking. I've
0: cleared out a that's house. That's yeah.
1: difficult. Yeah. That's, that's physically and emotionally yeah. difficult. Yeah, it is. Um, you, could, you find some cool stuff in there. I did a book. Oh really? Yeah, when <laughs> I like, yeah, okay, well, was yeah. in high
0: school, we had to. That was one of the like we had to do like eight hours or twelve hours of community service, and that was one of the things I did was clean. We cleaned out. There was like probably eight of us, and yeah, we just wore just whatever, gym and stuff, and 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 I and you know, I got in there and it was like, a cat lady, mm-hmm. and got in there and did some surfing of some stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it, what, what you got in there was like, whatever, this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And, uh, but we found, you yeah, know, there's stuff from like the 60s. It's oh, in there, you know? But it is sad. I mean, that they were living in that environment. Yeah. Especially,
1: Especially when a jury rental. Oh, of course. We evicted a cat lady in Bladewater a month or two ago. She was rescuing single mm-hmm. um, cats. Throughout the city of Bladewater. and she had those little square cages stacked up in rows on every wall of the house. I couldn't count the that's from there. This The smell.
0: So oh, then it was. Amazing. And she's
1: living there. She's just living there like it's all
0: right. No. Little- what's the what's the like the purse? Do you, do you, I'm sure I know. I have like a couple oh. people that I've talked to that I'm just like, you're on a different planet. I think you're living in a different world. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you getting your logic from? Uh, Do you have anybody I that moves out Like moves and goes, hey, I need my security deposit back, and you're like, did you see how you left? On a regular basis. Okay. okay.
1: I take... When people move out, depending on the size of the house, I take an extensive five hundred pictures. Right. I the person that walks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put them on the server. Which was formerly out. you. Yeah. Years not ago. anymore. Uh, a few years ago.
0: Yeah. Now you but, train but those people. Now you
1: train those people. Kind of. Some of. Them, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they'll they'll complain. <laughs> why did I get my deposit back? And I'll just send them the pictures. This no why. Yeah. Is the yeah. yeah. We, there's no need to have a conversation. Right. Yeah. And I usually know never.
0: You've right
1: but it's fun but even taking over properties we uh we took over to property community in tyler one time and they told us there was this one building that didn't have any writers in, and then uh-huh. uh, there was some issue in one of the units and we thought okay whatever really happens we opened the door to this unit and when you swung the door mold spores just Flew through the air. Oh, dude, the fitting had become a bed of mushrooms. Mold crawling up all of the walls. Every surface in this apartment was growing something, mm. and nobody could figure out why. Where does it come from? What's the cause of this problem? And um, Rudy got the joy of taking care of that one. And when you yeah. know, yeah. all that kind of stuff, cleaned out the unit, and they what they found. Uh, there was a mid-stack mm. on the roof to the upstairs unit. And somebody had shoved a rag in the mid-stack, which clogged the plumbing to the downstairs unit. And so there was just a plumbing
0: yeah.
1: for like eight years. Wow. Eight years.
0: I thought you were going to tell me like they had an aquarium in a corner or something.
1: No, we didn't find anything living other than fungus.
0: Right. So you, in my briefing, you, you mentioned squatters.
1: Lots of squires. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know the, about that. The leasing agent job is probably the most dangerous job yeah. in our company. Uh, if you're going out to these houses that are vacant, Sure. you know, side so of see scene, you know, unlock the doors, just walk in. And it frequently happens that uh, we'll walk in and find somebody. Um, it happened to my daughter, my middle daughter is a leasing agent for us now. That's my
0: right. She, I've been here for three days.
1: She went to shadow unit in a uh, bullard. and walked in and could tell that people had been there and by the time she got to the back they had settled out a window or something called the share come to find out it was uh, three white runways that they had been looking for out in the moulder they found it squatting in the house
0: wow I think that happens a lot more than we think I think it does yep Hmm.
1: Yeah, I've got. Um, we just took over a portfolio in Longview. We've got a lady living in a unit that uh she's got no lease, mm-hmm. no documentation whatsoever that says she has any right to be in that unit, uh, refuses to pay rent, and refuses to leave. We what do you do? You file a mention. In- you file a and you pray that the judge has mercy on you because you have no lease. And right. God knows what kind of story they're going to come in and bring.
0: And yeah, they have their deed, they have nothing.
1: Yeah. But what they do have is evidence that they've, they've been in in there, there. Yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And if you can establish residency, it's, yeah, no. it's a lot different. fight.
0: Mm. Golly. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've walked into. Um, Giant bonds on the coffee table. Nobody, so uh, nobody thought you should maybe put that up when you called the manager over. Correct. To- um, what's the property manager having sex with the maintenance man on the desk one time? That was awkward. That was super awkward.
0: Your employee or the yeah, yeah. It's super awkward. And you're both employees, right? Yeah. They're both the employees. Yeah. 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 Well, once we get off camera, Nobody we <laughs>
1: Okay, good. Uh, but we've got a lot of good stories too. Yeah, you know, I've got a lot of printers and they've been with us for years and years and years. These are wonderful people, and you get to know them. And yeah, and my staff too. You know, like uh, Christy, my property manager, she's been with me 23 years now. Wow. Um, Kenneth, our breaker, he's been with us 18, I think. Wow. My my maintenance supervisor, she started as a, a prep girl on the painting degree when she was a teenager and grew up and started painting and then got into maintenance and then we brought her in the office and now she runs the maintenance team. She sit with me twenty ish years mm.
0: now. Yeah, we have customers that bring us like peanuts or uh, pecans sorry, uh, when it's that time of year. And then we have we even had this week, um, this Sat. so tomorrow, uh, no, uh, day after tomorrow, so Saturday night, we have our Christmas party locally. At, at the same place, we were our Breakfast Society, oh, right. so like yeah, yeah. John's place. Yeah. And uh, we had a customer, we, we were posting sites, okay, we're out closing an hour early. And the customer was like, oh, you, you get here. We brought like a case of, I can, and I was, you know, you got those great customers yeah, too yeah. that that, they, that see the bigger picture and then you have some that just kind of it's transactional relationship, yeah. which is okay. All right. So another beverage be of the uh, Parkers Rye. Because we have to transition into something a little more serious. Uh, well, a lot more serious especially when it comes to local the local kind of landscape and we're going to pick back off of last podcast we talked about human trafficking um, you're the president of the local for the silent um, group that is a, a huge advocate for the area for uh, girls boys that are human trafficked um, they they have a, a, you guys have a big presence in the area. There's a lot of work that has to be done. Talk to me a little bit about how you started that, your, where you're at now. So you started quite a few years ago, right?
1: The organization itself started, um, King and Julie Rixby, were the founders, they had a very similar story to me and I, uh, oddly enough, around the same time. Okay. Rudy and I went on a mission trip to Cambodia. And that was the first time I ever... I never... I didn't know that was a thing. And I was horrified. I mean, absolutely horrified. At the time, I had... I do have three daughters, but at the time, they were very young. Mm-hmm. And the thought of somebody my daughter's age being forced into that world just turned my stomach, and it, it changed me as a person. And I came back home, and I thought, wow, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I unchangeably you know, kind of had the same experience. They had gone overseas, seen this, came home, and they started this organization for the side with the original intent of working overseas. But when they got home, what they learned very quickly was this is not an overseas problem. Mm-hmm. It's not even a big city problem. In fact, it's significantly a problem in Tyler, Texas. Uh, Tyler is a hub for minor sex trafficking. it 's a hub for sex trafficking anyway, but specifically minor sex trafficking. So they changed focus and started working locally. Uh, I was going to church at the time uh, we were going to St church, and he did, one Sunday he gave a uh, presentation on what they were doing, what they were helping, and I thought. Wait a minute, but yeah, you're what, in the I'm place. sorry. This happens in my town, in my backyard. And so I started learning more about it and getting more involved and I went to their community training that they offer. And it's a it's it was at that time a two day course, uh, half day Saturday, half day Sunday. And that course really shook me. It was it was disgusting as it was startling, the information that I learned. Um, for example, the average age a girl is going to start to be trafficked. is eight years old. And men, of coming. Eight years old. Right. Uh, I don't remember the statistic right now on, you know, how many kids are sex trafficked every day, but it's something ridiculous, you know. Probably over 100,000 every day. And those are the ones that admit it. That's one thing right. we've learned in this organization is they very infrequently sound like an it. Sure. Uh, and and then also just learning about the industry itself. You know, the, the pimps and how they work and how they attract these girls and broke my heart. And then learning about the worst part, I think. Well, close. Uh, learning about the Johns who the customers are. If there was no customer, the market would not exist. Sure. And unfortunately, the customers are middle-aged, Christian, white men. So like basically everybody at them. Right. And it, it, it shook me. It startled me. And I, I just could not go back to day-to-day life. And so that's why I started really involved and... Um, volunteering when I could always contributing when I could helping them fundraise and things like that and when the call came to their board position I was so honored to accept um, I've been on the board for I think two years now and then just this year I'm gonna be the sitting president and, and I'm really honored and excited to help in whatever way I can with whatever work I can do because it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. It just ends. Yeah. And it shouldn't happen. It yeah. should not exist. When you especially for somebody in my position who's been so overwhelmingly blessed, I'm a great husband. I have a great job. I have a house car, all these things. The penultimate thing I have is my three beautiful daughters. Mm-hmm. And the the thought of something like that occurring in their lives sure. destroys me. But also they were so young when I was first learning about this, and I would look at their friends, mm-hmm. and I'd find myself thinking, "Which one? Mm-hmm. Which one's vulnerable? Which one's right. which one is the, the girl I'm learning about?" You know, they, uh, it's not girls that are, you know, problem kids or whatever. They didn't go out and seek this and choose this, and there's no. You're so game, manipulation. you're trying to do. Ultimately, these girls are, by and large, girls that have been from homes where there was a lot of abuse, mm-hmm. um, a lot of neglect, And so they're left with no love in their lives, no to care for them, tell them they're special. And somebody comes along and does.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: really all it takes.
0: Right. What are the avenues that you see are the most vulnerable avenues that where where these folks are like tapping into this this need or want that they <laughs> have these kids. Everything's
1: happening online in the states. Right. Um when when we started as a totally different ship. Mm-hmm. You would see uh, you'd see the pimps driving by the schools or the playgrounds or where they're hanging out and hey, you look cute today. That comes to that's not how it happens anymore. It's all everything is online. Um, and that's why parents should be cautious about what devices they're giving their children and how they're accessing networks and even all these little apps. Any kind of social app mm-hmm. is a red flag. Any game that has a chat feature, right? All of these are red flags. Yeah,
0: especially and Snapchat, where it, it dissolves.
1: Snapchat, TikTok. It's
0: the, the rough well, all yeah. Of them. yeah, Twitter will X now. It's pretty rough. Uh, so the
1: private messaging feature, you're
0: home. Yeah, come. Well, I mean, we'll come back to um, the folks that get victimized, but how do you, you yeah. have experience? So, and I'm sure you've talked to a number of Johns and a number of Pimps. How are those people developed? Like, it,
1: um, I haven't actually really talked okay. to a lot of that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, a lot of the Johns, it's the a lot of them that you see it's the sad lonely guy that you mentally image mm-hmm. um but a lot of them it's not it's it's the creepy curve and that's right. what they're into
0: yeah
1: um the pimps that's a that's a whole different dichotomy it's a bit it's trim at yeah. a business just like any other illicit business whether it's selling drugs or electronics or guns or whatever you're into They're made the product that's all it is to them sure there's no sure. emotional Content really for them. Uh, it's an easy product to move, and when that product wears out, they'll be in that one.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, there's got to be know, some type of ge- genetic piece of, of those individuals, or there's hereditary means of some kind that, where uh, it's passed on generationally. Is uh,
1: it a, a genetic thing? Because I've never known, like, my dad that.
0: did this, and then mm-hmm. I do this for a living. It more more than more than anything, they find a, a vacuum. Mm-hmm. And so they just walk into the vacuum, hey look, nobody's doing this in this area or on this corner or this whatever and then I find susceptible females and unfortunately males now, you better in the in the in the yeah. in the phrase. Yeah, I get
1: the pimps, they're just opportunists. Yeah. They're looking to make a pay um, wow. And unfortunately, Tyler's a really nice place for him to do that.
0: Yeah. So what is what? When we were talking in the previous podcast, I mean, like the first contact is really difficult when when you make first contact with uh, someone, with with someone who is being human trafficked. Oh. Because okay. they're so conditioned to yes. the life that they're living, they they get told. How special they are, and and what I've done for you lately, and things like that. Um, you you've been part of boots on the ground.
1: I don't really get hands on the ground to victims. Okay, like, that is not my role at all. Okay. Um, my role is it's, administrative. It's administrative. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just more on the business side of things. Um, I love to support those boots on the ground Got people because they have. Personal traits and characteristics yeah. that I was not born with, right? And they're so good at what they do because it takes a special kind of person. You have to build a relationship of trust,
0: right? So you're talking more on your side of things of developing those people, yes. So setting up structures, setting setting up training, yes. and it, so what do you? How do you, how do you? I'm not saying you directly, but how do you train someone to to counteract? that type of influence?
1: Um, there is a lot of training that they go through. You know, there's trainings that we send them to you, seminars and things like that. Um, yeah. A lot of it is you can't on a training, you know, you can't train yeah. somebody how to care for another human
0: right. being. Or street sense. Because that right. first, like we the TVs first contact, a lot of that. What, there was, what uh, our previous guest was talking about was like, it could be just bringing condoms Ooh. or, you know, gauze or things to clean with or whatever yeah i mean it's to think about that as your initial contact to try to gain some trust or some
1: well and unfortunately it's where hard to wrap your head around it's hard meeting these girls a lot of times it, they're already in the judicial system right that's, that's where we're meeting a lot of these girls sure so we do have prevention programs where we go into like schools and the juvenile detention centers and things like that and yeah. Uh, try to do education and awareness and mentorship and things like that, um, none of those kids are ever going to identify as a victim. Um, I've heard stories where they're working with girls and the girls will say, oh, well, yeah, that happened to me, but that that's not so bad. Let me tell you what my dad did. Yeah. You know, so they don't identify as being trafficking victims. They might identify as being, uh, you know, abused or neglected or something like that, but they see that as far worse Right. than whatever trafficking. Like, oh, no, that's just a thing I did. You know? So there is a, there's a lot of... Um, I don't want to say re-education because that doesn't sound right. Um, but you do have to sort of meet them emotionally and keep showing them over and over and over and over again what, what an actual positive relationship is, what, what love really looks like, what friendship really looks mm-hmm. like, and what betrayal really looks like because they don't know nobody's ever showed them that
0: yeah it's when you come from a broken family and you retreat and you find something that is, sounds great and then they're doing certain things but providing enough that maybe a lot of cases better it, in a lot
1: of Like that's what we'll hear yes I, I know I'm going to rain over my head I know I have a warm yeah. bed to sleep in I, right. I know I'm going to have food I'm getting my nails done I'm getting right. my hair done right. I'm getting new clothes maybe purse. maybe the drugs that I wanted the drugs are free as yes. much as I want yeah I don't have to go to school I don't have to get a job I have to do this thing
0: right mm. And we're not talking about Las Vegas here, we're not talking about San Diego, we're not talking about LA, we're talking about Tyler and the surrounding area.
1: That's correct. Um, so we call it the Four Corners. Oh wow. Okay, uh, we,
0: gotta, we, we call it something. We okay. do. We
1: call it the Four Corners, uh, Lake 323 and North Highway 69. Okay. Um, that's, there's a whole bunch of hotels yeah. and motels on yeah. uh-huh. that little block. And that's what we call the four quarters. You yes, about anybody in law enforcement, everybody knows what the four quarters are. Um, so the pencil come into town, they'll rent out a block of rooms, they'll post an ad online, um, dark websites as well as regular websites, and they will literally, why up, schedule out their entire day.
0: Wow. Right, so, I mean, obviously, I don't want to go into too much detail about, like, our, I don't... Uh, so... No, I only phrase phrases. I there are a variety of websites and and, and Facebook pages that are um, dedicated to notifying the public of transgressions that people make. Human. And there's very few infractions that involve human trafficking. There just is, um, or that's just the facts. So are a lot of those. Um, Arrests not not publicized.
1: It's very very difficult to prosecute human trafficking. Okay. That's that's a very well. But I mean, definition. if I get,
0: but if but if I'm involved in
1: prostitution is not human trafficking.
0: Okay. Okay. So that. it's still legal.
1: Correct, and you'll see people arrested for solicitation. Very few. Prostitution. Very few. It's not a big thing. If you yeah. see way more DWI. Right. Sure. Um or assaults
0: or assaults, whatever. Yeah, all that kind of Or assault. public intoxication. Um, like but you don't see many of them. You don't which makes me feel like it's happening a lot. And maybe some of these arrests are not being public or they I just don't have happened. enough are we trying to get a lot of intel here? Or are we just trying to go, hey, look, we know what's happening. We're, we, need to, we need to re-educate the victim here and try to get them out of the situation.
1: Well, so that's, that's a lot of the work that For the Silent does and has done in the past. Mm-hmm. Is It started with law enforcement, re-educating law enforcement that this is a victim mm-hmm. and not a criminal. Right. If you are under the age of 18, the state of Texas is determined that you are not old enough to consent. Right. So you are a victim regardless of the circumstance. Sure. So there's a lot of re education there. You don't take them to jail. Yeah. You know, right. let's get them some care, get them in a home. Yeah. If We like, can't figure out where they're from, there's places we can take them. So that was that was a huge re education. Uh, Tyler Medie, Smith County Sheriff. Uh, there's a couple task force uh, around this area that have been wonderful 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 to work with but human trafficking in and of itself is very difficult crime Mm -hmm. to prosecute and one of the things that you absolutely have to have to prosecute it is a victim Mm -hmm. that will stand on trial yeah sure and that that's a huge ask sure that is a huge ask yeah but that's another thing that the organization does we from the time they get pulled out of that environment. We are with them the entire way. Mm-hmm. We're with them in the interview room with the police. We're with them when they go to a hospital for their exam. Um, we're with them when they go to court for all of the hearings, all of the pre-trial stuff, all of the, the lawyers stuff, uh, even when they have to go deal with family services. They're under 18, so right. they, you got to deal with that part, too. So we're with them.
0: And I'm sure that. many of them have children of their mm-hmm. own, right?
1: Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we, we try to be with them through that whole process, hold their hands through that whole process. About ooh, four or five years ago, there was a huge base here in Smith County, uh, main national news because they dressed they busted um, a ring, mm-hmm. a trafficking ring that was a multi-state ring, multi-like, mm-hmm. very sophisticated right. criminal enterprise. Yeah. And it started right here in Tyler, Texas. They busted this ring right here, and it was several girls. But it one of our girls was. She had the fortitude to see it's written. And it through. Mm-hmm. It went all the way through. Went to trial. Stood on the stand. Relived all of those experiences again, mm-hmm. and they they convicted him. Really? Uh, it's it's a long process it's a difficult process. Yeah. Um, I do wish that there was more um uh, enforcement mm-hmm. I guess. Um on the John and the Pent side. Yeah. But you know, we worry about like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it pull the victim out of the situation would be the most effective. It is,
1: but it's also, it's just, it's not that simple. Um, no, you, right. You, you kind of it
0: takes think, more work, for well, sure. Well,
1: then we call it the rule of sevens, because on average, seven times they're going to go back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah.
1: So it's not a, it's not a whole um, I mean, movie. I mean, heck, there's,
0: there's people that have bad marriages that Well, to be bad. Well, yeah. And, sure. they're in the, and there's no, you know.
1: Well, people go back to abusive marriage. There's no life. There's not. Yeah. Go back to abusive jobs. I mean, yeah. is that what are you willing to do? With? Yeah, I mean, as
0: a species, we try to see the best in things for the most part. And so. And it's what they're
1: comfortable with. It's what they know.
0: Yeah. And if, and if it's a better situation than they
1: were in. And, and that's the thing. If you come yeah. from a lifestyle of total uncertainty and no support, that mm-hmm. you know, with this choice, you have that. You have Threat. that knowledge and that certainty. And
0: yeah, so so you're the president of of uh, for the silent. Um So the president does a lot of administration. They. They allocate funds to different entities. I'm assuming uh, maybe re- different responsibilities. Um,
1: a lot of that really falls on our executive director. Okay. Um, so that's Becky. Okay, that's
0: what I was getting to. to I was like, wait a minute. With us tonight. We, she was supposed to be with yes. us tonight. Uh, so.
1: Unfortunately, she. So you're know. the president
0: of the board, but she's the executive director. That's so talk to me a little bit about. Well, wait a minute. I'm gonna make one last point, <laughs> okay, <laughs> before we get started, because then we got we got to go to another round. But um last four she asked for Heaven Hill I kind of went up a notch and, and I'm bringing Heaven Hill 17 this is a this is a great bottle it was released by Heaven Hill last year they, this year they did a 20 which I don't think is as good personally this is Heaven Hill is one of my favorites too by the way so when you said Heaven Hill you can't go uh, you and we kind of had to re- one up Rudy his, his, his deal I'm
1: still a little jealous about his
0: Black Widow refixed
1: I know but there's none
0: left <laughs> Well, there is some left, but some of it's steel. But anyway. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: that's one I wish I had gotten more of one
0: yeah, so I yeah, can tell the one back. I know uh, that one. But you know, there's yeah. no unopened bottles in my house. Yeah. Well, I've got a few just more nostalgic type stuff. So, you know, especially like the honey stud honey stuff and just have some. But I probably need to crack it all and just get it done with, you know, the be over with. But anyway. Okay. So, right. to Becky, sorry, to Betty, you couldn't make I'm it. so sorry you're not yes. here. Yes, to Teddy Stavendale's seventeen. Or, is she, she's not a whiskey person, She's not a whiskey person. Okay, here. okay, well, so we're sorry, Becky. sorry. Becky. You're missing out. Oh, I can have her. No, <laughs> Make sure you go <laughs> in her, her, her spot
1: <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, you're the president. She's the executive director. Yes. And she bakes down a Tyler, too? Yeah, Becky's I mean, here, Tyler.
1: Yeah. um. Becky's got a long history working this um, industry adjacent. Um, we sold her from the Advocacy Center, of Cherokee County, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, she's been with us about a year now okay. and she's been just a breath of fresh air. She's been so wonderful. She is passionate about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. She is very intelligent, uh, engaging, She's helping us um, build stronger relationships with the law enforcement community, Mm -hmm. Uh, also with you know just the other um, providers, you know care Mm -hmm. providers that we are, and uh, she's helping us grow our programs. Um, Our fundraiser this year was bigger and better. Yeah, you have a gala, right? Uh, Yep, we have every year. uh, It's usually the first weekend in November. Right. Uh, We have a full-on formal black time a dollar a year. We did it at the Berkshire Center in Tyler this year. Nice. Another brand new facility. It's beautiful. Yep. Um I'm not sure that the final final numbers are in, but I think we raised about three hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. So that's incredible. Mother. Incredible. The best we've ever done. Yeah. So we're we're super pleased with that. Uh, we've got a lot of plans for that. We brought on uh, for the first time a, uh, a full-time counselor on staff now. Okay, sounds very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we actually got a grant from Trinity Mother Francis that oh, wow. of them helped us take her salary for this year. Wow, so That's awesome. Um, it's great for it's great for the clients that we serve, but it's also great for our staff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is very difficult work. Oh, I could imagine. It's I mean, very difficult. And it's super high burnout. The ca- yeah. the
0: counseling's not just for the victims, but it's got to be for the yeah. folks that are on the front line, too. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I, guess, I could see that 100%. Um, obviously, when we post this, Josh, right? I mean, we're going to put some links down yeah. to where people can either get involved, because uh, I, I, I would imagine there's not a we don't have like a brick and mortar or storefront, like, hey, yeah. check in here, you know? It's not that kind of uh, organization. It's probably, hey, if you're interested, we'll re- reach out to us. We definitely want you to understand what you're, what it entails and what motivates you to do what you're doing. But reach out to us online, reach out to us. That's, and then, that's really
1: the best thing. The website, get on the website. There's so much really good information yeah. about who we are, what trafficking is, what we're doing locally, all of these specific things, how you can get involved, how you like to plug in uh, money. Obviously, sure. we are a nonprofit yes. need money. Um, there's a lot of ways you could go about that. We're happy for a one-time donation. Uh, the ones that mean the most to us are the uh, the monthly donors. Yeah. Um it could be 10 dollars a month, but just that consistency, those are the those are the ones we really, really depend on. Um there's some volunteer opportunities. Just due to the nature of the work we do. There's not a whole lot of hands-on volunteer opportunities because you're required to have a certain amount of training to do yeah. that. Right. Um uh, but providing meals for our groups that we host or, um, you know, helping us provide things like a change of clothes. We provide snack bags, um, toiletry bags, things like that. Uh, helping us get those materials, putting them all together. Those are volunteer things that can be done. And then sitting on a committee that that's a really big thing that, um, helps us out a lot. Cause it's time consuming. And a lot of people aren't, they don't have the time, so right. Um, that that's a big That would and that's a donation of time. It is, it is. A huge That means of time. I can
0: say the
1: gala that we just did. Um, I sat on a committee for the gala. Uh, the person that hosted the gala probably had it easily twenty hours a week for. Three months leading mm-hmm. up to this gala, volunteer time, right. and then those of us on the committees, several hours each week for three months leading up to this gala. Uh, so it is a commitment, but those 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 volunteer hours are a huge huge deal to us. Just that's a, a staff member we don't have to pay for, Right. and anything we don't have to spend administratively, we can spend on the, the work or actually trying to
0: do efforts assets. Yeah, if everything. Yeah, very. We're gonna to to take a sip of this, and then the final part. All right. Well, your final part. My final part. Yeah. That I kind of gotta lead into the next. One. This one's gonna just kind of hit a little different, in my opinion.
1: It's a very different than anything we've had tonight, and that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm.
0: What got you into bourbon? <laughs> Damn, is that funny?
1: Empty nesting?
0: <laughs> okay, that made me laugh, too. But
1: okay. Um I think it was like
0: towards the end of the nest for me.
1: Well, it was kind of the end of the nest. Okay, yeah. so same thing. Um We we had children very, very young. Yep. Rudy and I have been together. Oh, God. Let's see. I met Rudy in middle school. Don't need yourself. I'm not. I'm not. there You're getting no numbers. Okay. I met him in middle school. Yeah. Started dating in high school. We actually got married in high school on our spring break. So that we could have honeymoon. Yeah, maybe. Um, Had our first child right after we graduated, and so we just immediately went into parenting, sure, building businesses, all those kinds of things. Yeah, and so we ended up having three. So probably about twenty five years and spent raising kids, doing all the things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's starting to get awkward. A, I use I was I'm twenty nine and holding, right. but my my oldest child is now twenty seven.
0: Yeah, it's not really. Yeah,
1: it's starting to. get
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyways. Now you're thirty nine and holding. Maybe. Little. I still like twenty.
0: Yeah, has been here. It's just a number.
1: It is. It is. It's a number I don't actually care about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the kids were growing up, moving on, and all of my children were. High functioning children. Mm. So, my mm. oldest was an equestrian, and that's a five day a week gig. Yeah, uh, of course, shows are Never in Tyler, and they're three day events. Uh, the middle one was a nationally competitive gymnast, mm. and it's also a five day a week gig. Uh, we homeschooled that one to facilitate the training. Yeah, um, yeah. competition for also Never in Tyler. We traveled all over the country for yeah. that one. Um, the youngest one, yeah. bless her heart, was much easier on me, but she was competitive soccer. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe two, three days a week, and right. you have competitions with Tyler, but then you're in Dallas yeah. every other weekend for a
0: Dallas Shreveport. Right, cetera,
1: So for all of those years, we just we ran and ran and ran and ran and We didn't have hobbies. Then they got older. They started driving. Me, they started moving out, and I'm looking around and like, what am I going to do with all this? Weird free time I have. I I'm not gardening. I don't do that. I don't yeah. cook. Um, I don't sew. I don't knit. Um, I'm I'm I still feel too young for like bridge club. Uh, mm-hmm. So living around I'll be... And
0: you're not you're a heavy shopper.
1: I'm not I'm not a big shopper. Like clothes or like, knit hats I'm, and
0: stuff like that.
1: I, I'm not into a lot of the like socially Tyler kind of things. I don't really do a lot of that and. and Uh, So I got into cocktails.
0: Yeah. That's what started it.
1: I got really into cocktails and mixing drinks and figuring out what I liked and what I didn't and what went together and what didn't and just had a lot of fun with it. And what I learned through that was I really like bourbon. (laughs) All (laughs) right. Which I had always thought I did not. Yeah. Um, I grew up and my dad drank, uh, oh my God. My brother's gonna kill me because I can't remember what it's called. I better drink
0: scotch. No, yeah, it was bottom so, yeah.
1: shelf bourbon in a plastic bottle with a twist off lid.
0: Uh, yeah, that could have been a number.
1: Was probably like five dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah. For yeah. a jug with an early times, outside, you know? Early times,
0: not the B and B, just the early times. Yeah. Ten ninety eight. keep it below the sink. The
1: cheapest cheap and so yeah. that was my that was my introduction to whiskey and no, I oh no, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, but through mixing cocktails, I was getting into higher end whiskeys and bourbons, yeah. and I thought, more oh, flavor. Well, let me just have it without all that mixing stuff in it, and right. um, then I found Bourbon Society mm-hmm. and again, that led to Whiskey Club. Yeah, and yeah. all these cool people that I've met and all these things that I've learned. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a
0: fun. it's a good camaraderie. I think we're I think we're very sheltered. And blessed in a lot of ways because there you see a lot of other groups, and there's a lot of tur can be internal turmoil, and just like infighting. And yeah. just kind of
1: what I like about the East Texas vibe because I'm in a lot of other groups online and whatnot, sure. and sure, a lot of them are very bro centric.
0: Oh. Absolutely. You know, I and I talked about this. Yeah. You know, how uh, accept, uh, You know, open and accepting uh, the asexist groups, groups,
1: Yes. multiple groups, yes.
0: are for... And we talked at uh, not, length.
1: Not, not just accepting. Welcoming. Yes. Respecting.
0: And and, and we talked at length about my, my viewpoint. You know this. You've done a number of the barrels that I try to get... I, I tell multiple people that are decision makers, like, I need a, I need a female palate at the table, period. It's just the way it's going to be. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it, it did it, d- during certain segments or certain barrels. Like, hey, this is the way it's going to be. And I'm not going to go into detail because I'll yeah. you know, prefer not to say. But, no, there, but you can guess which ones were like, this is wait way, this is going to be what I would, What to do and I think it was a very fruitful decision because there are certain attributes and so Shannon went into those um, on her podcast um, with me about some of the uh, genetic characteristics that females have versus males and and some of the history that goes back to that. So I I have a deep respect for female palates and and I think that and, and I'll leave with this final point with that. Is this, is that I've found that females typically don't have a political or social agenda when they're giving feedback Mm -hmm. on what they're tasting. There's not a fear there that they're gonna be judged differently in the future for future opportunities. And where I've. I've, What you're saying is we have no filter.
1: you come <laughs> nicely, kind of a nice way, yes, but but in, in, in a lot of ways,
0: I know no. I know that I'm getting the, I'm getting the facts, and even if even if I don't, I disagree with it, I still respect it because. It's coming from a genuine place, and and then I have the only per the only thing I have to do is someone else who's also experiencing the same effects or experiences go, do I agree or not? And that's it. It's very simple. Whereas, I found that, that in some segments that uh, the feedback was was filtered because rank of or of fear that yeah things would change. Yeah. And I, I never yeah. felt that way with the majority. Yeah, One
1: thing that I hear for guys that I never ever 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 hear from my female fans. Yeah, they'll say things to me like. Um, Well, yeah, my palate's not as developed as yours. I I don't know all the things like you do. And I'm over here going, first of all, I don't know squat. Right. Right. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Yeah. And I'm going to like it or I'm going to not. Yeah. And that's my metric.
0: Right. And then wait a minute and then taste it again and then see if it changes. Sure. Because we both know that oxygen changes things. and so
1: Or I'll come back soon in a week. Especially some of the oh yeah. Absolutely. A you know you yeah. Come back to, Absolutely. A sure. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. Speaking for myself, I don't speak for all the other ladies. I just, when it comes to the the judgment side mm-hmm. of it, I I just I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I think. So. Well, first off, this. Yes. Well, yes, you're right. You don't. You have a strong personality. <laughs> I um, do. You do, <laughs> but. Um, at the same token, I think that there's an environment there that's already pre-conditioned yeah. by people like Daniel and correct. Matt and, and Michael, I going it, that, I just said, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff, where it if is you is went into is, the realm of Dallas, correct. that it would maybe be a little different and you may be a little more reserved on getting feedback. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's an environment where it's like, hey, we want to know the best of bets. And if you feel like you had you have some reservations, we'll hear yeah. them.
1: Yeah, never has any of the East Texas clubs made me feel like if I share my opinion, yeah. the the reaction to that is going to be, oh, she's just a girl. Yeah. That's never, ever been my experience no, I agree. in East Texas. And I, I sincerely appreciate that and enjoy that so much because yeah. it is the experience. Sure. In a lot of other arenas. Um, not only is your opinion not respected, but there's the distinct impression that you're only here to be objectified.
0: Right. Or what, let's see what she picks. And, well, though that's not where we need to go. Sure. We didn't let Rudy be a part of some picks, <laughs> even though he likes old granddad. I mean, that's you know what his favorite
1: whiskey is, right?
0: It's not old granddad.
1: It's it's the one he just had. Oh. <laughs>
0: Obviously. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, um, have... all right. So shout outs. We got already Becky We did, we, we shout, shout out, out to Becky. I know. You kind you reference you reference a couple of people that's in your office. So you've got yeah, you. Yeah, you have your uh your your manager, your Christy
1: Jarvis, she's been with me for so long. Um, yeah. Nikki Summer and Kenneth. Also in the office, that with me so long. Yeah. All three of my girls are working for me now. That's right. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, I it love is. It. It's. it's they're genuinely.
0: like, uh, this. I I bring something in. They're like this <laughs> that way. I'm like, I already know. Yeah, yeah They have, so,
1: They call you guys my whiskey hunters. Yeah, yeah. I'll get a message. Your whiskey guy is here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <that's> <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, but um, but yeah, Angie. Angie's on our front desk. Yeah. She is. Positively incredible. Yeah, 11 pieces, um, and the lab yeah. at New Angeles. Yeah. I had to go no. one Angie. Um, she runs our solar department. She's pretty awesome.
0: Yep. Um, it. It's it's lot. great. I mean, really you can feel family it. in it yeah. like, when you walk in. Sure. It's, it's family, which and is a big I thing. Say, like that takes a long time to do. And kudos mm-hmm. to you guys good. for doing that. A yeah. It's a commitment. Yeah, even though you put mailboxes in the middle of your. Tr- lot,
1: and then I reinforced it with concrete rebar. That's right. Yeah, man. how's that work out for you? It's
0: it, three thousand five hundred dollars worth of damage. <laughs> I backed into it, so there you go. And then I went to
1: a uh, bourbon uh, society yes. meeting after, after that. a whiskey tasting, <laughs> yeah. which turned into a double tasting.
0: Correct. At, at an insurance agency downtown. When we weren't supposed to be meeting with large groups, and it was in a large group. It
1: was smack in the middle of (laughs)
0: COVID. We had to move desks around and chairs around. That was was fun times. Yeah, Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it was.
1: But thanks
0: so much for doing that. (laughs) Yeah, man. Good, good times. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. A lot of people that sit in that chair, they, they worry about, like, thing, or land is the content No, it's always good content. It's, it's about you, really, and, and that's what's kind of odd about this podcast is when I was pitching it to Josh and to the folks here at the Beckham and some other folks, it was like, I don't really, like, I want people that are interesting, that are local, and I prefer really folks that are um, independents, that are working with themselves, because they can speak candidly. If you're W two, you gotta be muffled a little bit because you were working for somebody, um, and I get that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm W two, so it's not a big. I get it. But you know, the folks that are in the fields that are um, that are intriguing that uh, we can highlight. That's what I want to do. And if it if that's a distiller, great. Um, if it that is uh, someone who's an EMT, then we want to do that,
1: and because they have a story to tell too. Yeah. Yeah, but East Texas is full of just yeah. so many awesome some people, people. agree yeah. and then drilling that down to you like with the whiskey club and the bourbon mm-hmm. society and all the you know the groups the bourbon people that's become that's become my metric yeah you know you're a bourbon yeah. person oh you're cool I yeah
0: that. especially during Stanley releases Stanley barbecue yeah releases. I'm so, so glad did. I missed it the other night yeah you missed it it was a great time did the well, it's great to have you on. Well, thank Thanks you for so you and You on, know, really. I mean, did take your time to kind of talk to us about um, some super important things. We got a lot of views on the solar piece. I think we're, I think we're getting a lot of views on this. Well, I really um,
1: appreciate you having us and letting us, yeah. you know, highlight our thing and especially to talk about for this time. Yeah. Um, sure. so it's just something that's so close to my heart and so passionate about. Any sheet of thing, get something else. Sure.
0: Through. <laughs> it's loud. Well, so loud. Let's just hope it doesn't go off track. Sure. And about you We're almost done. Let's see here. Fuck, oh, we're, we're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. Alright. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's got a lot of. me and the juice is you? They did a great job with this one. The 20 years... Yeah. Probably. I don't think they're found. All right. Thanks again. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, So, for the next time, our 11th episode, it's going to be a fun one. We're going to have it here at the Beckham. We're going to have it in the ballroom. It's going to be live. We're going to have Mia from JT Milnick. Come over from Louisiana. She's gonna have the rice whiskey. It's no wheat, no rye. We've had it, right? We've picked a barrel. It's exciting. We're gonna have samples. We're gonna have some food. We're gonna have a DJ. Oh, yes, it is gonna be a party. It's kinda kinda of be like our Christmas party. Okay. You, know, you know, Spirit Square Christmas party. You cannot wait. Super vibe behind me, but Cannot wait to, uh, to film that one, get it published, and enjoy this one and uh, that one. It'll be really, really fun. Till then, thanks so much for joining us.